Hey everyone, welcome to our podcast, Pot On, giving you a weekly dose of women's interest stories and a good measure of humor. This is Rachel Davis, Caroline Hamley, and me, Joe Vicente. How are you feeling about the latest lockdown? We're here to discuss inspirations and coping mechanisms to tackle anxiety. Do you meditate? And what do the horoscopes say in this worldwide period of change? So, ch-ch-ch-changes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it feels like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, coping with change. How's it going, girls? <laughs> Funny you should ask. Yeah. How are you um, feeling? I'm feeling all right at the moment, but not happy, not completely happy. Yeah, but I'm all right. I'm feeling okay. Yeah. So um, I think it's different to the first time round. Um, like when I was when like we had lockdown first time, I think I was just so anxious. I think. I didn't know what was going on. I was potentially going to lose my job. I was put on to furlough. Um, my boyfriend was going over to Belgium. I was going back to Wales, and everything just seemed like it was totally overwhelming. Mm. Um, but actually, I feel this time around, I feel like I'm in more of a secure place. So for me personally, I think I feel a little bit better mm. rather than last time. Mm. How about you, Joe? Yeah, mm-hmm. there's like a sense of. Um almost being prepared <laughs> in a yeah. way because we've done this before like um when i was when we went into lockdown and i was going crazy because i'm really bad with um personal ba- boundaries with work and that is something that i do it is not something that is imposed on me by my job i have to clarify that mm-hmm. um and i was i just ended up you know like working from 9 a.m until it's sometimes more often until like midnight um and you know looking at the people like there's all this free classes do this free this free that (laughs) i know there won't be as many free things anymore but i feel like Mm. i'm a little more prepared to go in and like oh i should marry condo my well i've done my underwear but the rest (laughs) of my clothes like oh some of the essentials (laughs) yeah so I, i can i can kind of do the stuff that um i felt like I was almost missing out on. How can you get like a fear mm. of missing out in lockdown? Mm. That's ridiculous. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. So no, I get. I think I get that. At the start of um, for me, it was like um, jumping into like the Zoom sort of culture, like, and it was mm. actually all right to start with, wasn't it? Like you managed to kind of like catch up with friends and stay connected. For me, it kind of like it, the longer it kind of like drew on, I think that was when I was finding it more difficult. Mm. Like I was kind of like accepting it. Oh, this is only temporary. That kind of mindset. And then, but after like six weeks of just seeing people on Zoom, that was it for me. It was kind of like I cannot have another Zoom call, especially if you're on Zoom all day with either work or you know trying to find jobs or interviews and things like that. It does become like your entire life is mm. on the screen then. Mm. Um, so it's um, mm. interesting, I think, because. I think everyone's reactions are very different to it. So, um, like, what I saw last time was, um, you know, anxiety very much up and down, up Mm. and down, up and down. And I could see it with the people who were around me, you know, if they were having a particularly, um, like, bad day, then 
you know, we'd all get loads of messages from them mm. and maybe I hadn't really spoken to them that much, like, in that sort of short period of time for, like, months. And then they'd be fine and then, like, it, you know, and I was exactly the same, like, going in now. Um, so, yeah, so I agree with your point about it being more prepared. I do feel like we know a little bit more about um, what we're what we're getting into, mm. which is obviously much better for everyone's mental health. And it must be said, like, I think we have to mention that we're um, in a different position than some other people that, you know, who have childcare duties. But even now with children, like, they have school at least. So hopefully that will alleviate a little mm. pressure off of parents who, who couldn't, who tried to maybe work at the same time as as well yeah. as t- suddenly going into full-time childcare duties. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah, I know I know a lot of parents yeah. that have kind of struggled with that bit because you're not just juggling, like, childcare, it's a job, and trying to maintain, like, a good working relationship at home with either your partner or spouse or, you know, and your children as well, and trying to keep your mental health on, like, the mm. straight and narrow. I know a lot of families that are happier having their children at home. Mm. But that doesn't, that doesn't mean that everybody is either. I think that there is, you know, still risk factors mm. there. Which hopefully, you know, in four weeks' time, we'll know, we'll know for sure if it's worked. Yeah. And what I wanted to say, I guess, was that you know, like, it's such an individual um, process and experience. It's so hard to like yeah. imagine what everyone's going through. I know. I know. Like I said, like the first time round, I I went back home and I can remember just feeling so anxious, even though like usually, you know, being at home with your family is a really nice experience. I was just like. Oh, you know yeah not being able to concentrate on things and just mm. like h- hitting me and being like this is so mm. like strange this is such an unexpected like tangent on life like what is going on yeah it um, was a curveball and you went home as well yeah that must have I mean that's kind of like you you have lifted your life like many people did especially in like cities like London kind of like lifted their entire life and went yeah. I can't you know this period of change is so uncertain I need to go somewhere else yeah yeah mm-hmm. and it's interesting that you said that um as it went on it sort of got a bit worse for you mm-hmm. so I think it did get worse for me but then it did start to get a bit better mm. but it was only when I probably like relaxed and like you know didn't wasn't too anxious wasn't stressed about it Mm. and then I was just like right I'm just going to enjoy this time with my parents oh good but um yeah before that Mm. just ball of anxiety but yeah so I don't know what's different this time around I suppose um like Soph says it's we've done we've been through it before so we sort of know but I also feel like um I'm in a better place in my relationship with my boyfriend Mm -hmm. so I think that is like that helps Mm -hmm. because I think you know when back in the last lockdown you know our relationship we'd been together um about a year but we weren't really you know like living together Mm -hmm. or anything like that and now things have just moved on and I just feel a bit more sort of safe and like a bit more secure Mm -hmm. in that respect so I suppose that's what makes me less anxious at this moment in time yeah I guess times like this do really kind of like they challenge your um relationships and your kind of like you know awareness of people in your life yeah I know so many people that um you know have either it's this has either brought people together or it's completely 
uh, you know, um, divided people as well. You know, and yeah. not, that's not just on people who agree with the, the the processes that we're taking or not. If you abide by the rules or not, it's genuine relationships. You kind of and start understanding, and it's almost like fast forwarding. You know what might have happened over a course of a period of oh, yeah. maybe like five years. You know, and and your sh- it's happening in the space. It's happened in the space of six months or yeah. weeks. And for, and for some people, I think it's quite a. It's interesting. It's not good for everybody, but for mm. you and for many, I know as well. It's been really, really, yeah, a really positive experience. Yeah, I have enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, should we talk coping mechanisms? Yeah, I think that's important. Yeah, what what have you... So we, we can talk about things that we've done for the last lockdown and potentially things that we've been doing recently um, to get ourselves ready for this. Mm-hmm. Prepare for yourself. the lockdown. Be prepared. <laughs> so it's on the Lion King. <laughs> yes. I have to throw Disney in there somewhere, guys. <laughs> Sorry. Nothing wrong with Disney. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so for like last, for the last lockdown, um, it was very strange going into a situation where I was indoors all the time. So I was used to before pre-lockdown, I barely was at home. I was usually like every day I'd have to leave the house, even if it was kind of like, uh, I was working on things where I didn't need to meet people and suddenly I was closed indoors and it was a bit scary actually because that's just not what I did I always had plans with mm-hmm. other people all the time working on a creative project there was always something on the go and suddenly I was like oh oh what, what am I gonna do yeah um and then what I had what I implemented was making sure and I know this won't apply to everyone but making sure that weekends are off and I was, um, I did lockdown with my family, so that was a much easier mm. to to respect that kind of boundary that I set up. Um, and like I started coloring again, which was something that I had promised myself mm. for months and months. Because as a child, I was constantly doing coloring books. I was like, right, let's do oh, it. Oh, that's so <laughs> sweet. <laughs> yeah. And um, is it the really pretty ones with like all the like cool patterns and stuff that you get in those books? Or? Um, there are those ones as well. What yeah. I found was a specific illustrator that I really like, and yeah. it's like very magical. There are dragons and unicorns and fairies oh, and like incredible. yeah, yeah, <laughs> witches and things. It's very mm. cute. And I was like, yeah, I can do this. Yeah. <laughs> and. Yeah, spending time with my family was a big one, um, which was really beautiful, and I felt very, very blessed to be with them. Um, but this time round, you know, I'm not with my family. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be here, and that's gonna be good. But you know, I just have to make sure that I respect weekends mm-hmm. and allow myself to do things like you know the stuff that I kept promising myself like the coloring book another thing that I always promise myself is dancing so that's something Mm. I want to implement because dancing is so beautiful like uh, whether you look at it from a spiritual practice point of view or just Mm. in general moving your body it's really really good it's a really good way of expressing yourself as well which people kind of like think that dancing is like you know uniformed and you've got a choreography sorted and it's like not always it's kind of like Mm self-expression and I was very spiritually active so um in terms of like working on my spiritual practice and that kind of thing so that was really 
Tell us about your spiritual practice. What yeah. do you do? Well, I want to know. I'm like, right, yes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, sort of energy work. So it could be kind of like based on like Qigong or or most of the time I just, I think not everybody knows how to listen in, but it's so, so easy. Just have a sit down and just like, you know, like whether it's like, um, I don't know if channeling is like too woo woo a word to use, but channeling mm-hmm. what comes to you. So like whether it's moving your hands and and it is like a language almost and like, you know, like focusing on your chakras and cleaning them and um, um, meditating and, and seeing what comes to you in meditation. And what I did was um, I would draw down the things that I was getting from like my guides and things, um, listening to loads of spiritual podcasts, which I still do. Mm. Yay, podcasts! Love <laughs> <laughs> um, a good podcast, love a good guys. Podcast, yeah. Um, yoga. Oh yeah, I didn't even mention yoga. So I do, oh, God, I do yoga. do yoga pretty much mm. like every day, but not like really long ones. So mm. sometimes I'll do shorter ones, and I think that's really really useful. So yoga's kind of helped me to be a bit more aware of certain like um, energetic things going on inside my body. So if, if that's something that you know you believe in. I believe in that stuff. Um, even now, I can feel the sort of warmth in my hands from people have hand chakras. So when you um, have them attuned, then you can work them. And I don't know where it's taking me, but I, I, it's gonna, it's unfolding. It's a, it's the spiritual yeah. practice. I love it. Unfolding I can literally feel your energy right now on the table. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I feel, I feel lifted. <laughs> I came into this podcast today feeling really like kind of like it's been a long day, quite tired, but now I feel like energized. Mm-hmm. So I think it's you. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> I turned on the hand chakras. Yes. For the viewers, it's not actually a flame, but yeah. <laughs> sorry i thought you brought out some really cool points there like and quite similarly like mine i did like yoga i found like especially in the beginning i found myself really proactive like doing like creative things i was drawing again Mm. i was listening to music which i realized i hadn't actually just sat in my room and listened to music like without doing anything else in so long like you always do it it's always in the background but got to embrace new genres or find a new artist and stuff and that time alone like when you don't have the time to do it you realize how valuable it is for your well-being um, so for me, as time went on, um, like I said, I found it quite easy at the first like two, you know, three, four weeks were okay. And then I think it was kind of added with the, the situation that, you know, like many thousands of people out there, I was put on furlough. And then unfortunately, I got made redundant around about August time, which made it, you know, it was a massive knock to my confidence, a huge blow to my kind of like self-belief, especially in a point in my career where I thought I was kind of progressing and this takes you like 10 steps back. Um, but I found, I think at that sort of like, thankfully at the end point then, my, you know, it was summer, we had like really good weather. I was able to kind of go out and explore the parks around London then because we were allowed to exercise as long as we would wanted, which helped me mentally. I had that freedom to kind of like just wander and let my mind be kind of free for a little bit and not, I don't think I'm a person and I don't, not, this doesn't um, speak for everybody, but I don't do very well stuck indoors or in the same place 
place for a long period of time I need to be outside I need mm. air I need nature um, and so I was lucky enough to kind of escape the city then um, as the lockdown really eased um, I was you know I'm finally able to see my family I wasn't I, I decided to stay in London for that length of time because that might one of my family members is quite vulnerable and um, so it made more sense for me to stay down here really and I volunteered here which was really good um, but my, the coping mechanisms for me were definitely being outside and finding escape in like the small things and whether that was uh, like an art project or um, you know going and exploring a new part of the city that hadn't been before or you know when I could see my boyfriend again finally you know escaping mm -hmm. London altogether we went and hiked Snowdon which was incredible um what a once in a lifetime experience so I like you said you achieved things that you didn't um that you'd been aiming to do for such a long time Joff, with your coloring and your kind of like you know your spiritual journey I was it, it was a time to kind of like achieve those goals that you thought mm -hmm. I'll never get time to do yeah. that because I'm working all the time and then you've got your extra you know curricular projects and stuff like that as well mm. so yeah for me that was definitely my kind of like coping mechanism was just kind of focusing on like exploring myself creatively mm. and then outside in green spaces mm. I could just listen to you both like <laughs> that I could just be like a audience member for this podcast that was just great I love that so, yeah thank you so much um, new life coaches right here yeah. 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 Yes. <laughs> you made Rachel um which is such a good one about like listening to the music listening to the music listening to music mm. and just listening like I did that as a teenager and yeah. I I promised myself I would do that during the last lockdown so thank yeah. you for reminding me because I I no wouldn't problem. do that put that on your list <laughs> put my feet up and listen to like yeah, a full yeah. album yeah just yeah. do it. Yeah. yeah, I reconnected with old stuff that I hadn't heard since I was 15, thinking, I thought this was good. I'm not going to mention who, but, you know, like, it's oh, true. Off the record, off the record. <laughs> we'll, we'll leave it for later. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. For me, um, because I went home, I had a lot of time to spend with my mum and dad, which was amazing, because... You know, I haven't um, been with them for that length of time for such a long period of time, and probably never again. So that was really, really beautiful. Mm. And, um, yeah, it's so interesting being with them because they, um, they've obviously changed from um, being when I was with them when I was younger. They're much, much more different, you know, much, much different now. Um, and it's just, like, beautiful to see them... Um, sort of like mutate as people into like a different type mutate. of person so wait did they become x-man <laughs> yes <laughs> i think my parents definitely mutated <laughs> love you <Aww. laughs> in a good way <laughs> yeah so uh yoga as well so mm -hmm. me and mum got a really good yoga practice going which was really nice because um I don't think she um, does too much exercise and it was really nice to sort of get each other, like, go nice. in to commit to something, which was really good. Um, and I think um, checking in with other people, that sort of, like, gave me um, sort of energy to cope with the day and to know that everyone else was going through the same things and, um, you know, like, one person would be having a good day and then another person would be having a bad day and, you know, we would all, like, sort of pull each other through it. Um, and then, I th like, when, 
really nice thing that we did quite often was um, we still made like occasions of things so um that's so nice yeah mm. so um we've got like a room that basically we only use for christmas like you know to eat in mm-hmm. and um for a first the first couple of weeks that we were in lockdown it was still um dark until you know like the clocks changed or whatever mm-hmm. and um it was still dark enough to be in this like lovely cozy room with like candles lit and mm-hmm. and we like laid it all out and we dressed up Aww. like put on like fancy clothes and like had you know like a night out or whatever yeah um, a night out not a night out yeah a night out there was a night in yeah so um yeah so i think that was really nice and um yeah like you know just the routine of having something to look forward to and to keep going yeah. to do um yeah, and exercising, so, like, trying to take that daily walk, even if you really don't feel like it, it's so important to go outside, mm-hmm. um, just to, like, get the wind on your face and, like, smell the fresh air mm-hmm. and just to, like, go yes, your those, head. it's those simple things yeah, that is really such a big difference. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and then, like, both of you guys, I know um, we're all very creative people here, but um, taking up, like, creative hobbies, which was great. Mm-hmm. Learning my uh, crochet, crochet like yeah. I mentioned last crochet. week. Yeah, my crochet. Still waiting for this blanket. Yeah, I'm yeah. It. <laughs> <laughs> it's on its way. It's on its way. Kaz's crochet crochet corner here on the <laughs> pod on. Oh my god, I'm writing that down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great. Um, yeah, so I think the main thing for me was just having that routine because I think it would be very easy to slip into like I'm just gonna watch Netflix all day mm. and then you know you know your mind's not um active mm. it's not ticking over and I think um yeah like really looking after other people and seeing where they're at so like I'm quite lucky with my mum and dad because they're quite um like very positive people so it's obviously really really good to be in a crisis with positive people so that mm, you can mm. um you know like really like get the energy from other people so but looking into like sort of my wider group of friends is definitely was like checking in and making sure that people were okay and you know if they weren't just trying to see Mm. if we could have a conversation or a zoom or Mm. something like that yeah Mm. I think part of it was kind of like spreading that kindness and love yeah you know reaching out to people was almost like something to tick off on your to-do list Mm. not not for them only but for you as well to kind of like feel not connected but like I'm useful right now like speak to me I'm here Mm. that kind of thing I know and I think that um one thing that um came from the last lockdown was such a huge sense of community spirit mm-hmm. which hopefully um you know will come back again you know you'll have those the people who will offer to do the shopping for the neighbors mm-hmm. um like anyone wants to go to the shop or whatever i'm, I'm going I'll, I'll go get your shopping for yeah, you nice. so yeah hopefully um you know we've we've had this last week and it's been really anxiety filled for a lot of people because it feels so sudden in London we were in tier two and now we've gone straight into a lockdown we haven't even been in the tier Mm. three um like system threshold yeah Yeah. the threshold um and I think that that sort of panics people and like I think that's freaked them out and 
you know, like I met my friend Emma on the weekend and she had a lot of decisions to be thinking through and she was a bit like, oh, you know, like what, you know, <laughs> what about this, what about this, what about this? And we've had only the, these few days to sort of prepare mm-hmm. and then go back into it. But hopefully once we do go back into it, like we were discussing earlier, mm-hmm. it will get a bit better once yeah. we get in and we can see some really positive things from being locked in with mm-hmm. Loved ones. Yeah. Fingers crossed it. Fingers crossed it. I'd like to, on the back of that, just kind of like put a little shout out to. um, I was um, very lucky enough to get a placement working at a charity um, during lockdown. I was volunteering there for it was a food hub distribution centre. And anyone out there is kind of like struggling with their mental health at this time or feeling anxious or, you know, don't doesn't have that many people to connect to. Maybe try reaching out to your local um, charities. Um, They, you know, if they've got volunteer spaces available, do put yourself forward. They're always looking for help Um, and put doing, as I said, like doing something kind and good at this time, at difficult times also gives you a sense of fulfilment and joy as well, I promise. Um, but yeah, just a shout out to Pembroke House. They're based in uh, Woolworth near, near where I live um, and they're a fantastic uh, charity uh, to, to donate to, work with, uh, speak to and they are giving to like vulnerable people in their, in, in their nearby neighbourhood. They do so much for the community there especially elderly and people who are isolated that these circumstances you know that it's most difficult on people like that i think that are kind of like completely cut off and you know they're there as you know not just a coping mechanism but a lifeline for them so yeah something similar is um that's such a good point is looking at looking for your local mutual aid group Mm -hmm. and they might have things that are going on or like you can kind of come up together as as a community and you know it literally is just about local help and seeing like what you're doing yeah. yeah so that's yeah. such a good point for bringing it up wait, wait. some great ideas girls thank you so much to current kind of affairs who celebrated halloween on the weekend me we did yes yeah <laughs> well done yeah got a pumpkin carving going mm-hmm. amazing well, i know i can see they're incredible they're here i can vouch for all of them they are beautiful yeah <laughs> halloween is like a um form of escapism it, yeah which is like what we need at the moment <laughs> <laughs> Especially when we're waiting on Boris Johnson to make oh, yeah. an announcement. Well, guys, that was the one and only and the scariest part of my Halloween, to be fair. <laughs> so, oh. 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 Yeah, no. I had Mexican and sat in with my boyfriend and watched, well, I fell asleep and he watched Nightmare on Elm Street on his own. <laughs> and hear this, woke me up at like 1am t- to tell me that he's watching Nightmare on Elm Street <laughs> at, on Halloween and I'm petrified of Nightmare on Elm Street I hate Freddy Krueger and he's going to me in my ears going Freddy yeah, anyway, that was my Halloween but what what is Halloween? All Hallows Eve, it's kind of like a really good time for you know, even though it's celebrated as a sort of, you know it's commercialised now, it's commercialised, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, if we go back to its origins, so can you enlighten us? Can you yeah. enlighten us? So we have a very Celtic origin. Um, we can have it. We can see it called Samhain, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, and this Samhain, or All Hallows Eve, or Halloween, or All Saints Day, or whatever you mm. choose to call it, because you don't have to call it any of these. Um, 
um, fell on a really interesting um, moment in like the starscape astro weather which was on a Taurus full moon in the middle of Scorpio season um, all full moons usually happen on the sort of like so we were we are in Scorpio season right now mm -hmm. and a full moons uh, on the other end of the um, on the astrological wheel so that's why it was in Taurus so it's a very beautiful one because it was like all about the feminine energy it's a it's an it's an earth sign so it's about like sort of like um, really tapping into yourself and like learning how to because full moons are all about letting go as well mm -hmm. um, but I don't want to dwell too much on that because that's already passed <laughs> um, and there are other but stuff happening it, on the it, astro weather isn't it interesting that um, the last time we had a full moon on Halloween yes, was in 1945. 44. Was it? 44. 44. 44. That long ago. So it's that rare. It's, it's very rare. Very rare. And this one was a blue moon too. Yes. And what does that, I mean, that I think is a there, time for a change or like. What people look at as the blue moon now mm. is that, you know, there were two full moons in this specific uh, month, which just happened, October. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just meant to be quite, you know, like it's it's a momentum it's a, or like it's like a thing because it's like wow two full moons in one month and uh, as i mentioned full moons are about letting go so it's like mm -hmm. very it's strong mm -hmm. in that sense like you know um because, really asking because there's for two. you to yeah mm -hmm. really asking it's like for the double you. yeah mm -hmm. but some people it's like double the message yeah, yeah double the message yeah. Get on with it, guys. Just yeah, let yeah. go of that. Let, let go, me. Let, let go, go of that one. Let, like, go. let it go. Sorry. Let it go. <laughs> <laughs> Catches on. Catch yeah. on. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I love it. I love all of that. I can't explain it or barely understand it. Like, if you were to put, like, a map, like, you know, the astrology map sort of, like, in front of me, I wouldn't know where star, what means what, nothing. Um, the only thing I know is, like, my own star sign and mm -hmm. pretty much, like, what that says about me as a person. I think mine is mostly, like, quite correct. Mm. Um, we can do on the we podcast, can do a, we can do where the, your, your star sign. Yeah. So we'll do your star sign. <gasps> so we can, like, look Would at you? your... Your Libra chart, friends, yeah. are you listening to this? <laughs> I know Libra friends of mine are going to be very excited about that. Oh, oh Hannah Mae, you know who you are. She's very excited <laughs> now. <laughs> so you're a Libra. Fair. Okay, that's good to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Balanced. Yeah. Not. So, Soph, can you enlighten us? what's happening in the stars at the moment mm. yes so it must be said that i am not a professional astrologer <laughs> you're ours <laughs> the official pod on yeah. um, so i just study it you know um i've been aware of like astrology um, uh, all my life mm -hmm. so you know it's always been there but i've um been on and off and now i'm kind of getting i'm getting back into it but let's look at this week and what's happening now so um a lot of people know about mercury retrogrades um uh that's kind of like generally known in terms of astrology mercury retrogrades usually are associated with like computers breaking or misinformation miscommunication and we just had one since um october until just the third of November. So that mm -hmm. was actually yesterday. Uh, but there is always a shadow phase 
for our Mercury retrograde. So we won't be coming out of that for like uh, another week or so until like the 20th of um, November. And at the same time, we're also having another planet, another strong planet in a retrograde, Mars. And Mars is retrograding in Aries. And without going into two specific things, Mars feels good in Aries. But when it's in a retrograde form, it's really showing, it's kind of like the strong side. So what we have to know about Mars and Aries is that it's the usually like, you know, uh, the god of war. Uh, it's about passions, about physicality, Oh my god, desires. I'm so excited like, about really this like, month. Well, <laughs> all scared? You say, yes. <laughs> well, the thing is like, Mars has been in retrograde since September, the 9th okay. of September. So it's been going on a long, long while and... Um, I'm really gonna try not to go into like too specific like astro terminology, mm. but making um, squares with another f like with some other planets. Squares are usually they're not good, <laughs> or like no, it's not that they're not good. Oh, no. They're challenges and challenges starting today, and the elections on. No, 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 don't worry. Okay. They didn't start today. They've been going on. Hold <laughs> on. They've been on for a while, um, but there are more, more, more of them coming. But um, yes, so in terms of the, the US elections, um, we can see that it's not clear yet mm. and it won't be, it might not be clear for another while. There's going to be a lot of like, Mars is a very sort of like traditionally or like conventionally seen as a masculine energy. What, um, so it's not about, you know, actual genders. It's, it's, we're talking about the energies. Mm -hmm. um, what the current setup of things is that there's going to be a lot of like people talking a lot of men talking very loudly over each other mm, funny that funny that. <laughs> funny that funny that and a lot of like yeah like it's it's a very interesting time to like in terms of like there are amazing people out there talking about this and mm -hmm. we're not in the states but like if you want to look into that more there's really cool ways to look at how the uh, astro weather is lining up with the elections and like oh wow so they've actually like exploring that right now absolutely absolutely and, um, yeah. I, I guess with like our current lockdown is that yes. sort of so, so i'm really interested to see how this is all there lining you go up. guys it's clear now it's all clear mm. the thing is that with the mars retrograde still going on um until the 6th of january mm -hmm. um and the way that it's like um in relation to all the other planets around around us this is gonna be a time we're just heading into a time when we're really like um, Mars retrograde asks us to look at our physicality and passions and desires and this has been going on for a while mm -hmm. now but now it's really like it's gonna be strange to go into a lockdown when um, uh, we're finally out of the Mer Mercury retrograde and Mars is having like it's go up like right I'm gonna like off. I'm like yeah now I'm like it's me it's me now only like I'm the only one in retrograde so focus on me kind of thing wow um and we really want to be physical this is a time of like we want to move like yeah, and we're, we're like mm. literally now going into lockdown so it's mm. kind of like like the way I see it is like Mars retrograde is like haha my turn like now I'm gonna come <laughs> back into action and then like we're like nope don't put the lid on so I see it like you know like a coffin in like a horror movie and you put it down and like the vampires trying to come out like yeah! I love that this oh. got really visual I'm oh so my god I love it yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get this yeah. so that's no that's kind of like us being like but no, but I also want to say things. So now mm. is a really important time. If we're looking at astro weather, now is a really important time to look at your mental health, 
Um, also, looking at your own boundaries and realizing that your boundaries are not the same as other people's and just being clear, clear about them. And um, so mental health is important. What you say might not come out to other people as you mean it. They might not hear you. Mercury is about communication, but it is communication is a two-way thing. It's not so usually people think that it's like people getting misinformed, but actually it's more it's also about listening mm -hmm, and Mars mm -hmm. is active. Mm -hmm. So um be an active listener the, in the like next. for the next few weeks, guys, mm. and just yeah, be aware you of heard it yeah. right here. Listen to the podcast, <laughs> <laughs> so you know where you are. <laughs> That's so interesting because that ties into what I was saying earlier about you know one of the coping mechanisms that I found was to listen to other people. Yeah. You yeah. go into the lockdown to um, to to like initially you're thinking about yourself. Oh my god, like this is mm. such a stressful situation. But then as soon as you start reaching out and actively listening to other people. Mm. You start feeling a lot better about things because it's like the community spirit. Yes! Oh my god, that's yes. incredible! Ah, absolutely amazing. I feel so like I don't know. I've got Chills. a direction, like, and I will. I will be listening mm. this month. Mm. Be listening for this. Do you have anything else to add? Um, I think that's yeah. That's it. I won't go into other planets. I think Mars yeah. and Mars and Mercury yeah. is enough for us. Beginners. <laughs> We want to call this a book club or a show and tell moment. It's a thing. It's a thing. It's a moment. It's definitely a thing. You've all had it. Yeah. Every week you all have that show and tell moment. Uh, it's not a show and tell moment. Why is it? It's we're we're calling it show and tell right now. But it's and a moment and that you just love. <laughs> on you or it had an impact on you that's whether, a much better way of putting it whether it's positive or negative yeah. but you I, learned a lesson from yeah, it or yeah. it might speak to you yeah it could be in the form of like someone you meet it could be in the form of a book yeah. it's book club which is not book club <laughs> <laughs> which is fine by the way um, <laughs> or it could be a quote or it could be a person like that you've seen in like you know through history or um, advice or advice, or advice. Anything. Yeah. Caroline, what's your okay, I'll show and tell? So, um, I think I'll build on my theme from earlier about, um, like, moving into lockdown and um, making sure that you're checking in with other people and keeping your community going. And um, specifically for those creative people out there. Yes. Um, join some creative communi communities. So uh, I've recently been um, doing a lot of stuff online because I'm unemployed. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> and um, yeah, one of the ones that I really liked was called um, I Like Networking, which offer offers mentoring and networking for women and non-binary non people in the creative industries. So... Um, yeah, they've got lots of different workshops and you can 
they do lots of free stuff and you can also pay to have CV clinics and that's amazing yeah. especially now like they've got a yeah they've got a networking event on the 24th of November I honestly don't work for them I'm not trying to plug them <laughs> but yeah go and join um, and you'll be able to meet new people so I think that's probably my piece of advice for the week get out there get onto your virtual communities start networking She's got it. She's got it. She's got it. Um, my sort of show and tell for the week is um, going, we, well, me and Kaz joined me at the British Museum earlier this week and we went to see the Chantra exhibition and Joff will be going in January because it's running until January and I'm not with them either. <laughs> but, I, but, I, but I could, you know, just, just put it out there. Museum. I'm unemployed too. Um, but I bought this incredible little book in the shop at the end. And it's called The Wisdom of uh, Tibetan Buddhism. And in it is a collection of incredible sort of like points of advice and references from uh, so many masters in like Buddhism, from the Dalai Lama to like incredible people that follow the faith. Um, and I was going to kind of like just building on sort of like um, that you know coping with um, change or uncertainty in difficult kind of like times um, I wanted to kind of read this one which is by the I don't I probably again pronounce this wrong but I'll give it a go it's the Chogyam Trunga Rinpoche um, and it says we ex- experience dunka or pain all the time and it reads we are driven here and there with so much energy whether we eat sleep work play whatever we do life contains dukkha dissatisfaction pain if we enjoy pleasure we are afraid to lose it we strive for more and more pleasure to, to or try to contain it if we suffer in pain we want to escape it we experience dissatisfaction all the time all activities contain dissatisfaction or pain continuously and even though that sounds quite negative I drew positive from that I am meditating at the moment I've just started meditating I'm kind of like on a bit of a journey which is really nice um but not to get too deep I took from that sort of if I guess you know if we have little to kind of like enjoy as such and especially in times of lockdown when those you know you're taking you're removed from family and the things that mean a lot to you whether it's your work whether it's your loved ones whether it's your green spaces like like it is for me um but it's the small things and i think as you touched on it earlier you touched on it too like it's the small things that will bring you that bit of joy and i guess it's like kind of finding the space in yourself to kind of like be grateful and really really do grasp and enjoy that because the rest is going to be quite it could be difficult right now but that and that for me is kind of like a little bit of coping mechanism at this moment in time that's lovely mm. Is it? Yeah. I was very scared that I was going to go down like a psycho shit. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, <laughs> we'll cut that. <laughs> or, or, or leave it for the bloopers. Well, not bloopers, but like the. We definitely are having an outtake. <laughs> outtakes episode. Um, <laughs> for my one, I was going to say one specific thing, but now I'm like. Now I'm not sure if I should say this other thing that came up. I'm being so big. Could, I guess you could have two. You could have two. I could you have could two, have and two and we show and tell. Which one actually makes sense? And then you can be like, that other one was like, yeah, we, we, we can tell you. Yeah. 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 You can just cut it. 
cut it out. Um, <laughs> so the original thing that I wanted to mention was um, I was on a sort of like a webinar Skillshare um, presentation round table discussion thing with my work earlier today. And what they mentioned was as artists and creatives uh, during lockdown, what was interesting was to be, you know, around their family. And, and that was that was really nice, which they didn't have before or like those people that had their family. Um, but it was a very cut off surf element. So there was like those who didn't feel lonely because they were with their family or their kids or their partners. They didn't feel lonely, but they did feel cut off from their creative community and just how wow. that professional sort of like feedback, the ability to talk about their practice and um, and just sharing, you know, things on their everyday, uh, you know, when they're in training or things uh, because of like I work in uh, the sort of circus industry so they would be um, so cool by the way so, so cool <laughs> if I was a circus artist then that would be cool <laughs> I'm just like cool. I'm in the background like supporting like <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> so it was just like such a beautiful thing to hear that and it was, I was just like yeah I know because that creative element like not having that around is it's a big one um and that maybe ties into the other thing that I wanted to say later on, where I was like, actually, maybe this is more in, like interesting. Or, but it is maybe a little more on the selfish side. Um, mm. So over the weekend, when we, we did our pumpkin carving, um, we, we dressed up, we did the cast, like did our face paint and stuff. And then, incredible. Yeah, and then we had like a 3 a.m. photo shoot. Um, <laughs> was that 3 a.m.? <laughs> it was. It's <laughs> brilliant. It's brilliant. <laughs> what was really good about that was um, just doing that kind of stuff because I we used to always have um, like sort of like costume like really intense themed costume parties with my friends um, because I did costume design mm -hmm. in on my undergrad and just doing that like dressing up ha uh, ha doing stuff together creative stuff together it was actually almost like a boost to my confidence which is so weird I bet, yeah. it's so small mm. why would that affect my mood so much to like mm. like i i told kaz the, the the next morning like i only slept two hours after that because i couldn't sleep maybe it was the full moon but also <laughs> i was buzzing <laughs> yeah. i was just like oh my god we are creative we we went outside in the middle of the night taking pictures with kaz's amazing pumpkin <laughs> Mate, it was it was worth it. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's my. I love that. I love that. I love yeah, that. I, love I think, that I think that we too. can all relate to that. Like yeah, this is what yeah. this is what this is. This yeah. is our magic magic moment. moment. Magic yeah. moment. As tweezers. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Oh, thank oh. you for sharing that. Hey. I love that. Yeah, you brought that on the weekend. Yeah, <laughs> what you did. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> So, should we wrap it up, ladies? I think that's us out. Yeah. Oh, over Thanks. and out. Over and out. Thanks for listening, guys. Until next week. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs>
Try to get out of St. George's. <laughs> no, so you're in lockdown, mate. Go away. Go away. <laughs>